Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to Fostering Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Laura, and I'm back with our beautiful, beautiful guest. Oh, hi everyone, I'm Katie, nice to be back. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, I was going to be like, oh yeah, with our beautiful guest, Katie, but I'm like, you're, you're here, here you go. <laughs> I was like, oh, who, me? <laughs> Katie and company. <laughs> <laughs> yes, me and all the animals. <laughs> Um, and we're back with our part two of the wellness or the wheel of wellness. Um, so just giving a little brush from the first four, which you can also find in part one. So if you haven't heard part one, go ahead and re- listen to part one or you can listen to part two. It's just listing the rest of the um, eight different uh, little you know aspects. Um, so we started off with physical, um, just kind of taking care of our body, you know, um, getting enough rest, eating nutritious foods and finding accessible movement, um, you know, running, dancing, jogging, walking, (laughs) (laughs) anything that verbs moving, right? (laughs) Um, we have emotional, uh, just taking care of, uh, you know, kind of our emotions, uh, you know, with health, healthy coping strategies, um, you know, acknowledging and expressing them uh, in a healthy ways. Um, we have financial, which is kind of exactly what it states for, you know, living within <laughs> our means and learning to manage our finances um, for, you know, short, short and long terms. Um, and then last but not least, uh, we did social uh, which is basically uh, building personal relationship with others um, and then having that like positive social network around you. Um, so yeah, if you guys want to check that one out, it's obviously the previous one from <laughs> this episode. Um, but in this new one, we are going to finish off uh, with the rest of the four little, I, I, I like calling them aspects, but I'm not sure if I'm like, because it says like, you know, the different aspects in our life and right I mean it makes sense aspects components okay I'm like hmm. goals as long as it makes sense (laughs) uh all right so we start off with um environmental and even the word itself environment Mm -hmm. in it kind of gives you that um idea that it's basically the backdrop of our lives um not just you know our home life but it's like workplace, the community you live, you know, the area you live, and then even as big as the world, like, you know, knowing what's going on around the world is, I feel kind of important at times, you know, it could be stressful because there's so much happening, but Mm -hmm. I feel it's important to just kind of, you know, be updated on everything that's going on, like I said, around you in home life, but community and Sorry, it says taking care of spaces and places around you. (laughs) That's why I took a brief pause because I'm like, that rhymes and do I want to be Dr. (laughs) Seuss right now? But (laughs) taking care of spaces and places around you and surrounding yourself with things that bring you comfort and joy. Um, It's different ways that I've mentioned how I'm like kind of organizing myself, like in my home. Yeah. I never really experienced that feeling of home uh, because I've moved around a lot, Um, not just Mm -hmm. when I was in foster care, but like in life as a young adult, like I lived 
in so many different places. I rented rooms. Uh, I lived in a studio. I lived in an apartment. Like I lived with friends. It was always kind of like on the move. And as I've mentioned before, the only thing that was kind of like consistent in my life were my things. So that's why I have a lot of things. <laughs> as <I said>. <laughs> <laughs> But learning to organize myself and how it says, you know, surround myself with things that bring me comfort and joy. There are times where as I'm decluttering, I realize uh, that some of these things are bringing bad memories with me mm-hmm. because I've, you know, moving around and different situations that I've um, been in or, you know, they, they just bring back those memories. And before it was kind of like holding on and I'm like, I, I couldn't let go. Like, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I don't know. Like, I want this in my life. And then yeah. now it's easier to like, let go of it, to let go of of like, oh, I'm holding on to this stuffed animal because, you know, I got it when mm-hmm. I was in second grade. <laughs> and it's like, no, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I've taken a picture of it. I, I started doing that. I started taking pictures of the things that I'm like, oh, I just want that memory. Well, there is yeah. a picture. Remember this? Oh, but, that's smart. You know, that the thing itself, like, I've learned to like, let it go. So I, I Marie Kondo to, of you. Sorry? Very Marie Kondo of you. <laughs> I mean, I'm really trying to, you know, change the, the instead of like, oh, I'm just letting it go and I'm never going to see it again. It's like, just take a picture. It'll last yeah. longer. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like it, it's just, it, it's been easier uh, on me to like let go of things. Um, and it's been a, a really big change because like, even though I feel like I still have, you know, ways to go. I mean, I have other things to do. I can't just sit here and organize every day. So mm-hmm. I tell myself, like, it's kind of realistic. Like, you're taking time here and there for, you know, these things. I mean, and then again, you know, you have to make food. You have a kid. You yeah. have to sleep. You have to work. You know, you have to have time for yourself. You know, managing all those different um, things that you have in, in your life. And so changing my environment like I've mentioned here at home has really helped me kind of ease and and understand that, okay, it's, it's supposed to be a place to come and relax. It's supposed to be a place where you feel safe and and comfortable. And although I do feel safe and comfortable in my home, I feel with everything, like the chaos going around me of, you know, having things here and having things there. And like, even wanting to start projects, like with my crafts, I have like, crafts Mm -hmm. here crafts there oh my god (laughs) yeah like being able to get rid of things or even like I you know have also like a storage and putting them in the storage where they're not in my view makes me not think about them yeah when I when I have everything out it's like you know it's just there it's 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 a temptation like I can do this but I can also do this but I also want to do this you know And, and so it's 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 been easier to get things out, kind of move on with the times and then have those memories kind of like, you know, be either a picture or it's like, oh, I really don't feel anything anymore. Just get mm-hmm. it out, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's kind of like what I've been working on with the environmental part of the Wheel of Wildness. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's like, what should I keep? What should I get rid of? What should I burn? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> 
how about you, Katie? Like, have you, what have you done like environmentally? Like, I mean, it doesn't have to be home life, but I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, you know, workplace, the community, the world, Katie, what have you done for the world? Okay. <laughs> oh God, I was not prepared for this podcast. <laughs> Um, I mean, I have had focus because I actually, one of my former bosses kind of put the idea in my head, but I definitely believe that it's true that, and I may have mentioned this last time, but kind of the outside reflects is a reflection of the inside. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if your house is just completely in disarray and all cluttered and everything's everywhere, like that's really kind of reflection of how you're feeling like overwhelmed and anxious. And it also... Mm -hmm helps add to that feeling because you're like, Oh my God, is this me? This is what I look like. Like, Yeah. I'm not comfortable with this. So I've definitely tried to set aside time every day to just kind of neaten a little bit, you know, organize the house a little bit, not too Mm -hmm. much time of the day, just like even 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, And just kind of focus on like key parts of the house that get bad really fast. And it's definitely more difficult to do in our current situation with this puppy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and there's more, like, upkeep because of the, you know, extra tasks given to us by the animals and, you know, mm-hmm. the trash they create and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still think it's really important. And I've just been trying to keep that in control and dedicate, like, one day a week to do the extra parts of that that you know you don't really have time for during the week yeah um and just kind of I've always been really bad because I've also moved around a lot but also just kind of even if I feel like I'm in my home there's always you know some boxes that I never unpacked or like pictures I never hung or mm-hmm. you know just little things that make it more like homey uncomfortable and like your space like you were talking about yeah. even just you know putting your little sentimental knickknacks out or lighting candles when you're doing things, just stuff like that to kind of remember to enjoy the little things. Yeah. You know, and having those in view in your space so that you remember, Oh, that's actually a thing that I like to enjoy just having on or something like that. Mm. You know, trying to set kind of an ambiance with music or whatever. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned last time, but you know, since COVID, started that's when I moved so I was isolated for a really long time yeah um so kind of setting a backdrop that helps with that even if you're just putting on like you know coffee shop ambient noise on YouTube or something like that mm-hmm. it really yeah, helps of those yeah clear kind of that brain fog of just feeling like you know there's no one else around mm-hmm. um so I've definitely been trying to keep up with that and kind of adapt we always have ever-changing circumstances here because of the state of whatever animal rescue things we're working on or whatever animals we have. So just trying to like constantly adapt to that space changing has also been kind of a challenge, but mm-hmm. I've realized that we have to, you know, give ourselves a little time for those transitions and not be like too hard on myself for things, you know, not being where I want them to be. No, yeah, I I totally get that, you know, not feeling like you don't have like the all the time in the world, you know, to be able to fix your house or like a, a mm-hmm. certain area. So focusing on 
smaller tasks is, is always helpful and, um, kind of supporting the part where you said, you know, the outside reflects on the inside. It's like, you do feel more anxious when you see everything around you and, you know, it's a mess and you're like, Oh, I'm supposed to clean that. And I have to pick that up and I have to organize this and the dirty clothes yeah. or I have to do laundry. So it's, it's easy to get caught up in everything that you need to do. And instead of being like, okay, what's more important? I don't have clothes. All right. Laundry is more important. Let's start with that. Mm -hmm. You know, Oh, I need a, you know, do homework later on or work on something, but my desk is a mess. There's number two, you know what I mean? Like you kind of start yeah. with what's more important and then kind of go down. That's, that's something that I've done. And also, I don't know if I mentioned it last time where I bought a timer, mm -hmm. a little kitchen timer. And so I'm <laughs> like, okay, you know, 20, 30 minutes, this area timer goes off next you know move to the next section whatever you got done nice. you got done you know so it, it makes me feel more like I did something and then it also it doesn't get you stuck on like oh I'm only going to work for it for an hour and then later on you look back you you know you're so into it that you're like oh my god it's been like two hours so you can mm -hmm. kind of keep track of time and and time yourself and you're like okay yeah so it, it's the different interactions you know between the environment the community and yourself um Community wise, I have been working a little bit on um, reaching out to different foster agencies and things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, so nice. I'm trying my best to kind of, you know, maybe like find some volunteer work because I know I remember that mm -hmm. when I was setting goals, it was kind of one of my goals to have more hands on with foster care um, mm -hmm. so that I can, you know, bring that awareness to it and then also kind of be in the inside scoop because it's no, it doesn't really make sense to want to advocate for something and then not really, you know, get knowledge on it. So I'm like, okay, yeah. I'm trying my best to do both, you know, and, and give myself that time to, to be able to start volunteering um, and reaching mm -hmm. out. So that's one of the things that I've been working on um, for my community and as awesome. for the world, <laughs> thank you. And as for the world, like my little uh, soon-to-be eight-year-old made me do this week because apparently there's this um, challenge uh, that's going on for February and he has like these little different tasks to do. And one of them is mm -hmm. pick up trash, you know, whenever you see trash on the floor. And so we're awesome. walking back from school and he's picking up every single piece of trash <laughs> and he's like here mom and I'm over here like <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm like, cool I love trash <laughs> so I can say that I've been making change in the world uh with my child by picking up trash you know and I'm like now we we planned ahead and I'm like I'm gonna bring a bag because this kid's gonna start picking up trash and I'm just gonna have to hold it <laughs> <laughs> smart plan ahead um but yeah that's that's kind of what I have um going on for environmental um mm -hmm. I feel like we've mentioned it's very important um to be able to have that comfort around you you know via your home work and community like you know even um I feel I mean you know living in San Diego it's not much like having that community sense feeling mm -hmm. which is why I kind of focused more on the foster community so I'm like let me just yeah. you know jump on this wagon and I'm like I 
as an introvert, I don't like really going to a lot of new places. I've pushed myself to go to new places, you know, and, and see where I live, like the area I live in. Mm -hmm. But, um, more than anything, I'm like, no, I I think if, if it's something motivates me or something gets my attention, it's more like volunteering for foster. So I'm like, "Eh, I'm leaning more against that. But what about you? Like out for your community around, (laughs) I'm like, I'm not trying to like give where you live, but just no, you're good. <laughs> I'm like, so for my address, which is the following, I was like, for the San Diego area, which is a yeah. large area, <laughs> huge, you'll never know. Um, for my community, it's basically just been focused on the animal rescue aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember if I mentioned to you before. But around the time that I had first moved here, I was trying to get into um, volunteering for places like the San Diego LGBT Community Center mm-hmm. and just kind of get in touch with, you know, my community. And it was COVID, so there weren't that many opportunities. Everything was pretty shut down. And then since then, I kind of got redirected towards animal rescue which I've always been interested in and we've always you know picked up strays that's how we got our dogs and you know we started doing the kittens pretty early on and everything and that just kind of took up all the time but now I'm trying to in this year hiatus that I took just trying to just reassess kind of my goals and how to approach them so now looking for a job I'm looking for work that's specifically you know to boost and help that community especially because of the present situation that we have going on in our society right now yeah um which is why like I said I wanted to try and apply to that job for the Trevor project for suicide Mm -hmm. prevention and stuff like that so the active work is moving slowly but surely animal rescue got a a pretty good handle on (laughs) Just trying to see what else I can do. That's good. No, yeah. And, and, you know, it's that motivation that we get because we care so much about these things that we're like, Mm -hmm. I want to keep going versus push putting you out yourself out there, you know, and like, what, what can I do? You know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's a little bit easier when you have that already interest. Cause I, I remember when I started learning ASL, it was also kind of like, I want Mm -hmm. to be able to connect myself, you know, with that community and, you know, join events like this was uh, pre-COVID. And I know that right now with, you know, everything else, well, things have calmed down. Um, I know that there's more events popping up face to face versus like online Mm -hmm. and Zoom. So it's it's easy to gravitate towards something that we love and and have that like, okay, what's next or what else can I do and finding more resources in that sense um versus you know like I said putting yourself like oh I have to like I told myself I want to go out and see my community and then I'm like oh my god I get social anxiety like I don't want to go by myself like Mm -hmm. people are staring at me so I'm like it's you could do either or you know it's it's challenge yourself in in one way um but finding that thing that calls you I feel is more of that gravitational pull that you have like motivation wise, you know, I'm like, you want to keep going. So that's great that you want to like, now that your job's hunting, you're trying to search for, you know, what you're already basically doing just with that extra 
zhush, right? <laughs> that extra zhush, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm happy for you, and I wish you the best of luck. Like I've mentioned before, um, hopefully, you. you know, you do get um a job soon. Uh, I know that right. it's hard. I know that it, you know it, it, you're working on it. Um, and just you know, don't give up. Like I know there's something out there for you, and every all the work that you're doing now, like it's really you know inspirational too. So like you should give yourself a pat in the back because not a lot of people <laughs> can do what you can. You know, you're dealing with a puppy that is very um was it, I don't want to say needy but like you know he needs that care like he's he's yeah. a very like hands-on dog um so it it must you know take a lot from you to want to do this out of the bottom of your heart you know okay thank you <laughs> you're welcome it's okay you want a tissue here <laughs> <laughs> I'm not crying you're crying <laughs> all right um so our next um aspect in our wheel is the intellectual uh and or slash uh, mental kind of mm-hmm. aspect of it um so intellectual being uh open to new ideas being like creative uh thinking critically and like seeking out the new challenges um you know to kind of expand our knowledge i guess mm-hmm. one of the things that i like to do is kind of like um uh, do word searches or I'm not the best at Sudoku, but there's times <laughs> where I'm like, I, I bought a little book and I'm like, oh, I like this. And it's it's fun to figure it out, you know, it, it mm-hmm. kind of keeps your the wheels turning in your brain um, mm-hmm. or even like expanding scales. Um, recently, like in the more creative aspect, uh, I've been trying to like work with clay. So like, oh, nice. you know, it it expands my creativity where I've like, I always am learning like new skills. It, it's always something that I like to do, but mm-hmm. what's not okay. Well, not, not okay, but like what's wrong with it is that I just kind of bounce and bounce and bounce around. <laughs> so it's like right. from embroidery to clay, to painting, uh, to, you know, construction paper etc etc like it just I'm always bouncing around because I like to create things um but it also lets me um be you know kind of on a long leash of like I I can just feel creative uh working with all these different ones um and not wanting to focus on one but I am trying my best to kind of direct myself in a way that I can focus on that but not feel uh anxious about it you know yeah it's very um what's the word that I'm looking for and I cannot overstimulating oh okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah like to be be more therapeutic (laughs) (laughs) so for it to be more therapeutic and not overstimulating um so you you know it's good to seek out all of these different things you know ideas and you know but also do not overstimulate yourself so kind of like balance it out because I feel Mm -hmm. like at times you know it it could be a lot um when putting when putting these down you're like okay I have to work on this this and this it can be already stressful so like do not Mm -hmm. add extra stress to that (laughs) um 
It says, don't stay focused on your pains or worries. Um, and remember to make time for like hobbies, fun activities, and new experiences. Um, mentioning, you know, going to new places is kind of one of the things mm. that I kind of have on my list, but not have on my list. It's, you know, I don't yeah. know. But it's it's the social anxiety, you guys. I when I'm comfortable in one area, which is like my workplace, people don't really see it or think about it because they're like, oh, you know, she's comfortable here. You know, I've been mm-hmm. there for a long time. But when I'm out in the world, it's like, <laughs> like this is a lot for me. Yeah. <laughs> um. Um. But yeah. So that's kind of uh, even like watching your own favorite show. Um, you know, kind of sitting down, doing nothing, just watching TV. Like mm-hmm. that's been hard for me. Sorry, this, sorry, this thing has stopped converting, so it didn't take that much. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so just sitting down, watching TV at times, like it's hard for me um, mm-hmm. to relax because I'm yes. like, I could be doing something else. I could be doing this. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Mm-hmm. So it's important to give yourself that, to give yourself that break and not just like, okay, I'm going to sit down and then be wondering about all these things, but more of like sit down and actually enjoy, you know, the little things, like you said, Um, giving yourself that freedom to do nothing sometimes. Just don't do anything. You don't have to do anything. Just lay down. Even if you don't want to take a nap, just lay down and just lay there. (laughs) I just want to record that little snippet and play it randomly during the day. <laughs> right. You're like, you don't have to do anything. Okay. You're right, Laura. <laughs> you don't have to do anything, Katie. Just lay down. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> My meditation is just you telling me it's okay. Hey, that's very therapeutic. Okay. I didn't just tell you it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> oh. Um. Sorry. Oh, um, so with the intellectual, um, there's also comes kind of like the mental part where Mm -hmm. you're kind of, you know, cultivating a healthy mindset, um, through being, you know, mindful and even like curiosity. Um, we've talked about taking care of our mental health, you know, Mm -hmm. and staying aware so that our self-talk is not negative towards ourselves. Um, yeah, a lot of people struggle with that. A lot of people can be nice to other people, but not nice to themselves. And mm-hmm. that takes a, an emotional toll, but also like a mental toll on us because what you tell yourself is what you're recipro- reciprocating. Um, my mom kind of told me about that one where she used to tell me like, you're so negative. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm not. It's, it's just my bad luck. Like I have a bunch of uh-huh. bad luck. And she's like, you need to stop saying that. Like, you need to stop saying that to yourself because you're giving that to yourself. If you're saying, I have bad luck, I have bad luck. Like attracting it. Yeah, like you're always going to have that. And I didn't see that. I thought that for me, I was using it more as like my sarcasm of like, Mm -hmm. something happens to me and I'm like, oh, it's bad luck Laura strikes again. Oh my God. (laughs) So I, I learned that the hard way that mentally telling myself yeah I have bad luck and I'm bad at math (laughs) that those things don't get better because you're putting yourself down you know and and it's important to 
find things to stimulate your mind, but that also mm-hmm. make you feel, you know, like you're adding to yourself. You know, you're adding. <laughs> It's hard to say adding value to yourself, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like it's you're just adding yeah. you you understand yourself that it's not a waste of time or that it's not something that you shouldn't be doing. You know, telling yourself uh, mm-hmm. feel guilty about it. Yeah, yeah like uh, giving yourself that guilt trip. Um, yeah, not calling anybody out, but like uh, <laughs> outsource. You know, people out out there do it to you you know Mm -hmm. you have to stop doing it to yourself like you need to you need to really focus on giving yourself those pats in the back and telling yourself like you are kind you are smart you know uh (laughs) yeah like it's just being positive to yourself it's just I have I I struggle with that because I mean I like I told you like I I feel at times a lot of things, a lot of things happen to me and Mm -hmm. it really sucks because I try to put a good face out there and being like, yeah, you know, things are okay and I'm strong and, you know, I'm, I'm a fighter, I'm a survivor and things like that. But it's like, Mm -hmm. I am not nice to myself and I really want to be able to be nicer to myself and, you know, make myself feel like I, you know, I like, I love myself. It's one of the biggest struggles that I have. So that mental part, it's like an everyday struggle. Like every day I got to be nice to myself. And then there's days that I'm like, see, Laura, this is what you get for not doing this. Mm -hmm. Like, like, you know, little things like taking care, better care of my car. Like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, same. Like, you know, putting oil (laughs) and or like checking your oil and things like that. Like there's times where I've had those bad things happen to me where I'm like you see you have to you have to check the oil Laura <laughs> like you have to yeah for the car Laura and it's, it's yeah I'm not nice to myself <laughs> it's hard <laughs> well I I'm feel like, like part of that too is also like acknowledging <clears throat> excuse me it's also acknowledging that that self-talk that you've you know kind of created as a habit for yourself the things that you say to yourself, the negative things, Mm -hmm. they also, you know, they didn't just come from you. They came from someone else who has made you feel that way or said things like that to you to make you feel that way. And then you're just hearing it in your head as your own voice because you've been convinced. Mm -hmm. And even if you haven't pinpointed, you know, where that voice came from, which, you know, obviously is part of therapy. It takes not time. that I'm in it, but I know a lot of people that are. Oh, yeah, no, it takes time. It, it takes time to really yeah. get down to the nitty gritty because you've mm-hmm. pushed it down for so long or you've, you know, ignored it for so long that yeah. sometimes you don't even know exactly where it comes from until yeah. you dig down. Yeah, no, I get that. Just taking that step to realize that it's not you. You shouldn't believe it. Mm-hmm. And also not to be because that whole thing about, um, you know, you're bringing yourself bad luck because you're saying that you have bad luck or something like that. I feel like it's important not to get that confused with the whole idea that I know I've heard, especially like older generations where it's like, oh, well, people who are miserable are miserable because they're choosing to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hate that. 
we hate that. <laughs> oh yeah. I know. But I, it's I've heard that one before. Yeah. So it's not that, you know, that kind of toxic thought or the kind of toxic positivity mm-hmm. um that you can see on social media a lot too, but mm-hmm. just more of like you were saying being nicer to yourself in your own head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it it all starts with you. Like you can be giving out so much and telling yourself like, oh, you are a good person because you're good to people or mm-hmm. you are this type of person or, you know, because you do this, whereas it's more from within. Like I am because I am. Yeah. And, you know, that. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> I was like, I think it's like a quote, but I'm like, I don't want to quote it because I'm like, I don't know who said it or, but I feel like I've read that before where it's like, you know, I think therefore I am. There you go. Yeah. I was like, there's a quote about that. So yeah, like I think therefore I am like, it it all starts with you and it's an ongoing mental battle that you really just need to get down to where it could, you know, root from. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it could be like one of the easiest ways because um, you mentioned therapy. It's like for so long, like I knew that I needed therapy. Um, but since mm-hmm. in the beginning, when I was younger, it didn't really work out in my favor. Mm-hmm. And I say that because I was young at the time and I didn't really, you know, grasp what therapy was. For me, it was more interrogational. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like that's you know, going to therapy is going to what it's going to be. So it's like, I'm already judging myself. I'm going to have somebody else judge me. But in reality, it's like that person's asking you those questions that you sometimes ask yourself, but are not brave enough to accept or talk about. Yeah. (laughs) And then there's times where you, you just don't because you're so blocked off that you never really thought of it that way. So you get that different perspective. And then what I really enjoy about therapy is that for me, it feels very non-judgmental. Like it feels like I'm just there to express this, you know, to my therapist and whatever they give back to me, like, you know, they're not judging me. They're not thinking of any way in a bad way because that was like very something that I didn't want to see myself in a negative light towards other people. Yeah. Like even like with friends, you know? So I feel that, going to you know to the root of it like thinking of like why why do I think so low of myself is is more so over of who made me feel that way mm-hmm. <clears throat> um and I I relate that to also like my foster care aspect because I know that being in foster like there was times where I would feel like very lonely and unwanted mm-hmm. and so for so long it's like I told myself like nobody wants me like not even my own mom wanted me so like who's gonna want me and things like that and I had to change a a lot of that you know especially through teenage years so as you grow older you see the world in in a different way so you know if anybody out there has ever thought of different ways you know to to help with your mental health like maybe before you didn't feel comfortable, but maybe now that you're older, you know, kind of revise it or or something, mm-hmm. you know, give it a try. You know, the example is like therapy. Like I myself for so long told myself, I don't know, I don't know, I'm iffy about it. And then now that 
I've gone, I think I've been in therapy for like three, four months now. It's helped like a lot, like, you know, mm-hmm. to be nicer to myself. Um, but there's also a lot of different other ways to do it. Um, I just want people to not be afraid of that. Like sometimes it doesn't always mean like, you know, bad stuff. Like change doesn't, isn't bad. Like changes could yeah. be good. So. But because you were talking about, you know, making time to do those little things that mm-hmm. contribute to that aspect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. of your wellness. <laughs> um, I found what really helps too. And I mean, by far, I am no expert. I am a complete mess. Um, but oh, the things God. that I like to do for that are like reading, trying to read things that um, I'm reading a book right now that's taking me forever. That's a little bit uh, out of my level. Mm-hmm. It's very specialized. Um, but just trying to do things like that, or like you were saying, crafting or trying to do like brain teasers mm-hmm. um, or just trying to relax and acknowledging that that's something you do need to do and giving yourself permission to do it. I've found that what helps with that is kind of being aware of how your emotional state changes throughout the day or your Mm -hmm. mental state changes throughout the day and trying to schedule those things around when you're most likely to benefit from them. Mm -hmm. So like having some time to just relax and, you know, watch your favorite show or something you're most likely to feel you have permission to do that, like at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or I've realized that with reading, I've found that it helps me if I'm able to do it in the morning. Just give myself 30 minutes and it'll actually like help wake me up and help wake my brain up and actually feel more positive when I start to do other things. Mm-hmm. So just kind of keeping track of, you know, those ebbs and flows of your mental state throughout the day helps with that too. <clears throat> Whoa. <laughs> um, no, yeah. I, know, I just blew you away. <laughs> I was like, speechless, speechless, Kate. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I, I totally get um, what you mean with like having that feeling of, you know, enjoying it at the end of the day or like, you know, starting in the beginning of the day, whatever works best for you. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like with reading, it's a little bit like the opposite with me. Sometimes it helps me mm-hmm. sleep because it tires your eyes. Yeah. So like I tried to read like before bed, but not like too tired where I don't know what I'm reading. I'm just kind of, mm-hmm. you know, but more of like, okay, I'll start reading. So then I kind of get my eyes tired and then it helps me sleep. And yeah. I don't want to say that it's, I don't retain the information, but I do mm-hmm. you know know that when I feel very tired, like I might have to reread something. Um, mm-hmm. But I like how it wakes you up. Like how I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that other people it, like reading kind of like wakes them up, kind of gets their mind going. Uh, whereas yeah. for me, it's like lullabies me <laughs> with my tired eyes. Right. <laughs> well, like it's nonfiction too. So it kind of gets my brain going in that aspect. But I feel mm-hmm. like if it was fiction, like a narrative, it would make more sense to do at night. Like most people do. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, I, I've brought this up before where I have the book, um, atomic habits, atomic habits. Um, Mm -hmm. and I've like, I've 
read some of it and then restarted it again and kind of like making more notes along the way. Um, mm-hmm. And then I did uh, join with a friend, like invited me to kind of like this um, reading group uh, on Instagram. It's kind of like a little group uh, text kind of thing, but there's so many people on there that everybody's always typing and I'm super bad at it <laughs> at social media <laughs> the messages, but I know Same. that it's kind of like they're, we're, we're trying to read a book in a month and then not finish it, but just kind of wherever you get. And the point of it is not to be like, okay, did everybody read the whole book? Oh no. Okay. Let's, let's get more time. It's more of like, okay, here's a month. This month's book is this. And wherever, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter if you read 10 pages, like whatever you read, like we're going to talk about it. And then if you didn't get a chance to read it, other people have. And so you'll be able to still get the knowledge because everybody's talking about it, you know? And so I really like that because it helps out with reading with, with me. Cause I'm like, I don't always have the time for it. And I feel at times when I read, I'm still distracted by other things I have to do. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I like this. You know, I read whenever I get the chance. And then if when I join the little group called chat, we can talk about the book and it'll give me other aspects of the book that I didn't get to, but I'll still like learn yeah. about it. And I think that that's also like one of the fun ways for like that. Well, it's a new fun way because it's like the first time mm-hmm. that I ever kind of joined a reading group like that. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's try this. Um, but yeah, like when you said reading, I was like, oh, I remember I joined a reading book. <laughs> Let me mention nice. that. <laughs> um, yeah. So I just wanted to kind of uh, add a little bit on, on that part that you said. Um, but still, like, it's good to have that different kind of routine kind of schedule Mm -hmm. to you know kind of give yourself um more time to manage yeah yeah okay so having the occupational um part of it connects a little bit with the the environmental like workplace but Mm -hmm. with this one it's um when you focus on your occupational uh aspect it would be kind of that sense of fulfillment that you get from your work um you know of course Katie you've mentioned um with the whole like kind of animal shelter thing you that's your occupational like you're very motivated by that like you Mm -hmm. you feel fulfilled you feel fulfilled (laughs) um so it's it's great, you know, that you're working with that. And I know like with me, it's, you know, with the whole, you know, foster and this podcast and and go, me going to school for sign language uh, is something that mm-hmm. I I feel like my occupation is you know, leaning towards uh, becoming mm-hmm. a sign language interpreter. Um, so seeking to have a career that is interesting and enjoyable and meaningful to you uh, is mm-hmm. a really big part um that I think you know kind of is important in life and sadly there's times where you know some people can't have that uh yeah everybody's you know life is different everybody's you know kind of I think we've mentioned this before where we all live different, you know, lives, like we all live different Mm -hmm. stories. And just because one person can and one person can't, like there's no difference between the motivation that both people have, you know? Um, Yeah. So I feel like when it comes to that, 
when one person like when I talk about it at, at work about how I want to be an interpreter and I'm going to school for this and I'm going, you know, and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. And then I have mm-hmm. some coworkers that are like, yeah, I don't see anything else in my life. I'm just going to stay here until like I retire. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's sad to hear because obviously, you know, you want, you, you want to be able to tell everybody, Hey, no, no, no. What is it that you want to do? Like, <laughs> Go live your dream. Yeah. Like you want to paint, you want to be an artist, you want to be a singer and things like that. But there's other people who kind of have already accepted like, no, like this is yeah. it for me. Um, as long as it's meaningful to you or like you enjoy mm-hmm. it or you're, you know, like you're okay with it. Like, satisfied yeah like you that's it you know like it's kind of there but for others who are really you know working that nine to five and still going to school for this dream job this career that they want I mean once you have that hold on it like I I for myself like I feel I've always changed like I want to be this and I want to be that and it never really like I never really sat down with like okay I want to I want to become a veterinarian or I want to become a doctor or I want to become a teacher uh, until I finally when I did sign language even though it was in high school I didn't really when I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do because I've always been jumping from what I want to do here what you know, in life, like being a vet, being a doctor, being a teacher, like I always knew that I wanted to help people, but I Mm -hmm. guess I never knew exactly how I wanted to help people. And like sitting down and like thinking to myself, okay, what is it that you really enjoy? You know, okay. Helping people. Okay. So what kind of ways do you want to help people? And then I thought about, you know, before I started this podcast of the you know helping foster kids like was one of the main things where I'm like okay mm-hmm. I want to help foster kids and then when I was learning sign language I remember I was like oh my god I want to be able to help bring awareness to this because a lot of people see it as a disability instead mm-hmm. of you know they are their own people <clears throat> so sitting down and really thinking about um you know that aspect of is it interesting do I enjoy it is it meaningful? Does it, and, and I mean, this last one of um, contributing to like the larger society, you know, we have that because of, you know, animals and me with foster kids and, you know, sign language, um, but it doesn't always have to contribute to society. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like a, a, what is it? Last, last option and yeah. kind of thing. Um, but yeah, just knowing the interest, enjoying feeling comfortable knowing that you want to keep doing this what's that other quote that says like when you love what you do you you never work a day in your life something like Mm -hmm. that I love quotes but I'm horrible at quoting them but (laughs) it's that's how I kind of drove myself to finding that I wanted to be a sign language interpreter um, Mm -hmm. who worked in the courthouses so I can help foster kids who are in the foster system who may also be deaf. So I was making all these connections where I'm like, oh my God, like this is something that is not, you know, all over the place. Like I mentioned with, I want to be a vet for animals, but then no, I do want to help like people too. But I also want to like teach kids and I want to this, 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 and this. 
Whereas I'm like, well, I feel like this is more fun. I started learning sign language from school, you know, for my foreign language. Mm -hmm. Like it was for fun. It was more, you know, to learn from that. And then I fell in love with it. And then I started, you know, enjoying it. And I was like, maybe I can lean towards this career. Maybe I can, you know, Mm -hmm. And, and it's okay to change your mind. You know, we grow up, we change our thoughts, we change our mentality. And I feel the goal has always been there, you know, to be helpful and and to help Mm -hmm. others. And so I finally was able to pinpoint like literally three years ago, if I could, well, not three years ago, because three years were COVID. So four Mm -hmm. years ago, 2019, (laughs) 2019 was when I started going to school and then (laughs) COVID hit. But I was like, this is what I want to do, like a hundred percent what I want to do. So it took a while. I mean, I graduated high school in 2012. So mm-hmm. that was like 10 plus years ago. And I'm barely wanting to do what I actually want to do. Like, it feels like I've, I'm backtracked, but at the same time, I don't feel like that. Like, I feel like I'm right where I'm supposed to be, you know? Awesome. And I think that's really great because <laughs> there were times where I felt horrible because I'm like, all my friends graduated college already, but not many of them have a job for what they actually went to school for. So I don't feel as Oh yeah, that's not a thing. (laughs) Right? (laughs) I don't feel as backed up. I was like, wait a minute, you just have a diploma, but you don't even have a job. Like I do have friends that have what they went to school for, which Mm -hmm. is awesome. You know, that's always the goal. Um, But I used to beat myself up for it where I'm like, you're not in school or you're not as advanced or uh, far ahead as you're supposed to where. Oh yeah. I'm still beating myself up for that. Yeah, no. (laughs) It's, I'm sorry to hear that, but it, it, no, it's like, it's like, it's really easy to do. Like, it's really easy to fall in that pit of like, oh my God, look at all of the things that other people are doing. And mm-hmm. what am I doing? Just suffering here. And it's like, you know, it, it's all at its pace. It's all at, yeah. at, you know, you, you have found what you love to do. It's just putting that energy towards it you know and mm-hmm. now you're working on it which is great so that's why I'm like don't put yourself down <laughs> or think to yourself sit down and actually think like what is it that I want to do if you're you think you're lost or mm-hmm. what is it that I'm interested what is it that I enjoy you know if you if the next day somebody said hey tomorrow you start your dream job what would it be you know yeah to emphasize that everyone has a different path. It goes in different directions at different times. And it can take some people longer than others to figure out what their niche is and what they really want to do and what they enjoy. And sometimes it's, or I think more often than not, it's just something that you end up falling into. Mm -hmm. And, you know, something that I've been trying to work on for myself is not beating myself up because I'm not as far as I can see you know, my peers have gotten with their careers and, you know, just trying to be aware of the fact that it's not too late. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, like I'm turning 30 this year. And I feel like whenever you have a birthday like that, it's kind of hard not to reflect on those things, mm-hmm. like where you yeah. want to be. Yeah. Um, But it's just another you know version of being kind to yourself and being realistic that no one has their together. Yeah, no, definitely nobody does. And we're all just kind of going on about our days, just like everybody else. 
but we're all living those different lives, like I mentioned mm-hmm. before. And so we come to our conclusion uh, with our eight little aspects in our different, you know, uh, wheel of wellness. Um, the last one being spiritual. And mm-hmm. what that comes down to is just kind of like the sense of connectedness um, that you have like in the world. Uh, you know, it can be through religion, meditation, um, you know, mindful practice, practices, uh, or even like, you know, with religion, like that connecting to the higher power, to your higher power, you know, mm-hmm. whatever or whoever it may be. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. In my life, like I know that my mom uh, is very religious, uh, you know, she's Christian. Um, and then I'm baptized Catholic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to Catholic school, but as I grew up, I moved more over to the agnostic side of my spiritualness, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've never really had that connection, um, you know, with any type yeah. of like religious belief. So when I look at the spiritual aspect instead of religion, um, I feel like leaning more towards like meditation um, that has helped me a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, to kind of like ground myself. Um, And then another little part that I found for spiritual um, is kind of like, it says find meaning in life events, um, demonstrate individual purpose and live a life that reflects your values and beliefs. So uh, still sticking with that, you know, beliefs, you know, could be, religion but just reflecting your values you know finding that purpose in life um Mm -hmm. I think as I've mentioned to you before of I have existential crises every day Mm -hmm. (laughs) um and part of it part of it is controlled like through my meditation where I try to ground myself where I try to like think to myself like you know I'm here like now like I cannot control the future. I cannot, you know, whatever happens in the future, like it's just out of my control. And so it mm-hmm. helps me to really live in the moment, you know, and find that meaning in like life events. Um, as I've mentioned, like, you know, you mentioned, sorry, that you're turning 30. Like I'm going <laughs> to also turn 30. And it's like, I'm trying to, you know, just focus on like, okay, you know, it's been 30 years, like, who knows how long more I have, but it's kind of like a make do. I know. And yeah. I'm saying like, it's, that's what I do with my existential crisis. Like uh-huh. a lot of my anxiety is like, you know, thinking about that. And it, and it really sucks because it, it stops with my peace and it's mm-hmm. not something that I want to um, have in my life, but, you know, going back to a couple of minutes ago where we said um when we were talking earlier about getting to the root of what made you think about that I think I was a child when they started talking about the end of the world being like Mm -hmm. 666 or some stuff like that you know and like a lot of end of the world talk I mean we were it was like Y2K you know and things like that like it was always like the end of the world the end of the world apocalypse this, this and this so I've lived through like four apocalypses, <laughs> <laughs> basically. 
<laughs> and I think that's what ha- has always stuck to when people when people find that negative side of Laura where mm-hmm. I'm always making dark sarcastic humor comments mm-hmm. about you know right. <laughs> and times about like you know I and I and I get that a lot because a, a lot of my friends are like wow like are you okay and I'm like <laughs> I promise I'm okay but obviously it's a cry for help <laughs> um mm-hmm. but it's like as much as I joke about it like bringing bringing that spiritual aspect of you know what what lies after death like it's I've I've rerouted it to enjoying what I have now and and again finding those like that meaning in those like life events whereas you know like I said I'm turning 30 who knows how much time more I have left and that's what gives me the anxiety because it's something that I can't control nobody knows Mm -hmm. anything but then I'm like, well, Laura, you can't control it. Like, you, why are you worried about it? Why are you so anxious about it? Why are you letting it control you? And then that's what I would yeah. let it do, you know? And so through meditation and grounding myself and just kind of learning to sit in the moment, it's helped me ease that anxiety. It's helped me enjoy the moment there's times where I don't even have to meditate. It's just close my eyes and start Mm -hmm. doing deep breaths that assimilate. Like if I'm meditating Mm -hmm. and it calms me down. (laughs) Oh my God. It's like, I don't want to bring it up on the podcast, but I (laughs) like, I have to, because it's what I go through and what I think about. But like, there's times where I'm sitting down with my kid and like, he's enjoying something on TV and I'm enjoying him. And then there's Mm -hmm. that moment where I'm like, what are you going to do when I die? <laughs> and I'm, <laughs> like, I'm serious. Like it's, it's totally normal. It's horrible. But I think that's why I avoid spiritual stuff because I'm always mm-hmm. scared of it. I'm always anxious about like, you know, thinking of higher power and like beliefs yeah. in religion and what happens after death. And so I'm like, there's not much that I can say because I have existential crises every day. <laughs> And I try my best to avoid it. And I get anxiety attacks when I think like I start digging down. But it's because it's true. Like I know that I have that fear of like what comes Mm -hmm. after. And instead of letting me letting it control me, because again, we have no control over it at all. Like we don't know anything, but it's better to live in the moment, to enjoy the moment, to know that we're here and have that connectedness, you know, with the world where you live the way you want to live and, you know, kind of like that, no regrets, you know, mm-hmm. do what you want. Like don't let the pressure from the outside world, you know, make you crumble because at the end of the day, like it's, you know, it's just you. And and when lights go out, lights go out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to put it in a nice way. <laughs> like, yep. So, so yeah, like, I, I, I know I brought it up to you before we started recording, but it's like that that spiritual aspect of me, it's like very mm-hmm. hard to connect to because every single day I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> you know, on yeah. edge. <laughs> like I am just in a constant state of existential dread. So <laughs> I'm like, it's so sad to like say it out loud and people are going to be like, oh my God. But 
you know, like I said, if you've actually talked to me and have heard those comments come out of my mouth, you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, so I try my best to be more positive, you know, to mm-hmm. not paint myself in a negative light and even paint life in a negative light because, you know, it's true. Like life is what you make of it. And so if you focus on the negative, of course, there's going to be negative. And, you know, it doesn't always mean like, oh, always be positive. You know, it's just more of like, try to find the positive. And if there isn't, then it's okay. Just sit with the negative that you have, like those feelings. More Set aside that. time to process the negatives mm-hmm. so that you're not focusing on them all day. Yeah, exactly. Um, you still have to deal with them, just not <laughs> constantly. <laughs> yeah, no. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like before I would kind of run away with from it and be like, let me, let me start doing something else to get my mind off mm-hmm. of it, to not think about it anymore. You know, a lot of times it's like jump on social media. It doesn't matter what social media. I was just like, find an app, find an app. And and then I would calm down. But now it's more of like, I sit, I breathe, I close my eyes and I'm like, I am here. This is, this is mm-hmm. reality right now. This is where we're at. You know, it's okay. You know, you have so much to do in this world. You have all this stuff that you want to do, like go out there and do it. Like it's okay. You're fine. And then when the moment comes again, then I go back to my existential crisis, you know, and the cycle keeps going. (laughs) (laughs) But, but I have learned uh, a little bit of that spiritual aspect of, you know, meditation. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that's my biggest thing that I've used um, to kind of connect with like my inner self and my higher self to also ease my anxiety. Whereas like, you know, it doesn't control you. It's okay. Just breathe. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but if you have anything to add on spiritualness, um, I mean, that has definitely been the most difficult aspect for me as well. <laughs> We're not very spiritual people. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, not, not very spiritual, not very, not religious. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had like past experiences there that would explain that, but mm-hmm. not as many as other people have had, but, <laughs> you know, trying to focus more on the spiritual part than the religious aspect. Mm-hmm. Uh, meditation has definitely been my go-to as well. Just, you know, kind of in, to replace prayer or anything else. And honestly, studying, because I had to study Buddhism quite a bit when I was in school mm. and reading up on that and, you know, reading kind of those concepts, I think really helped. And we were mostly studying like the Westernization of Eastern cultures, Mm -hmm. which is kind of funny that now my go-to is like meditation and mindfulness, which is kind of just like a whitewashed version, (laughs) kind of cherry picked from Buddhism. Um, No, I get that. But it's definitely very helpful just to be able to sit with yourself and trying to, you're just locating yourself in kind of time and space. And like you said, grounding yourself and mm-hmm. being present and just kind of letting, okay, I think people have a problem with meditation, people that I've talked to before, because mm-hmm. it's like, I can't just sit down and clear my mind. Like my mind is constantly racing. I'm overwhelmed, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, same. Mm-hmm. But the difference that, or from my understanding anyway, 
is that you're not just trying to clear your mind. You're just trying to let the thoughts come and go. Mm -hmm. Like they're just passing you by. Like they're just washing over you. Um, And you're not actually clinging to any specific one. Mm -hmm. And whichever ones come to mind, you know, eventually you can use that to try and figure out why. Mm -hmm. But that's the easiest way that I can explain it. And it's really helped for me. And, you know, whether you're there for five minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, I try to set aside 20 minutes. I do not do it every day. I try. Mm -hmm. Does not happen. Um, But any amount that I can, it has definitely helped because like you, I don't really have that spiritual connection to like Mm -hmm. a higher power. To me, it's just more like I am a speck of dust in an infinite universe. Everything is dust and we're all going back to dust. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dust to dust. (laughs) And uh, honestly, that just that thought kind of helps me too of kind of minimizing my problems, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, well, does this really matter as much as I feel like it matters? Because, but then you go down that spiral of like, does anything matter? Does anything matter? No, it's all about balance. You can't go too far. (laughs) Oh my God. I'm telling you, Katie, when those moments come, I'm like, like, I'm literally like, oh God, no, it's happening again. (laughs) Like, I don't want to give anyone like a breakdown or anything or shatter it, but. uh... And to be fair, it only happens like when I'm alone. And like really get into my thoughts. But, you know, like I've mentioned with sitting with my kid, it's like, I love this kid so much. You know, I want to do everything and give him the world and all of that. And then you start thinking about those bad uh, scenarios of like, what would happen if this? What would happen if that? Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I I freak out so easily. Um, uh, But adding to like meditation, uh, I feel... It's about like a year and a half or so that mm-hmm. I've actually like been practicing like meditation and it varies from 20 minutes to about an hour um, because it's also like something that I do here uh, uh, in um, my community as I explain to other like people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's really like helped me, you know, center myself and yeah. and people say, oh, my, my thoughts and I get lost in my thoughts. It's, mm-hmm. it's understandable. It's easy. I mean, it's, it's not going to be like, oh, you're going to sit down and you're all of a sudden automatically going to clear your mind and there's going to be yeah. nothing in there. Like, obviously your brain's working, like your thoughts are going to be working. But the point of the meditation is to always bring yourself back and like practice again that sitting and if you find yourself drifting away just bring yourself back <laughs> like it's okay. gently yeah like it's you don't, you don't give up on it because you're like oh there I go again oh well, again mm-hmm. and again like no it's more of like oh oh oops my bad okay never mind come back come back mm-hmm. <laughs> like like I myself guide myself like oh I'm thinking about yeah. what I'm going to do tomorrow or what I'm going to do later or you know what I'm going to do five minutes from now and things like that um yeah. so it, it can be difficult but practicing it a little bit and even not even every day, like I don't practice it every day either, but I mm-hmm. practice it at least, you know, two to three times a week. Um, Cause that's what has been helpful for me. Like from other people, it might be every day for other people. It might be once a week, but I feel like the point is to find that um, 
connectedness, you know, to mm-hmm. find yourself connected to yourself, uh, mind, body, and soul. So it's still something that I'm still learning, but since I've been practicing for a while now, I find it easier than the first time that I started doing it. I'm like, how do I do this? Like, I remember when I took a yoga class, like the teacher, you know, was instruct instructing us uh, or like giving us instructions of like, do this and this and, you know, clear your mind and blah, blah. And I came up to her, sorry about the sirens. (laughs) Um, I came up to her and uh, I was like, how, how do you, how do I do the meditation? Like, I don't, I don't understand it. Like my mind just keeps going everywhere. Mm-hmm. And she would always tell me that she's like, you just need to sit there and like, bring yourself back. And I didn't get it. I'm like, what do you mean? Bring myself back. Like I am here, yeah. like, <laughs> but I just can't stop thinking. But <laughs> you know, the more you practice it, the more you are able to either stay in that and actually focus on it. And then once again, you drift from it. And you just bring yourself back. So don't get discouraged uh, if you're trying it. Um, uh, yeah, like like for our listeners, like if, if they want to try it or if they have been trying it um, and they feel like it's not working or, you know, their mind is drifting too much. Like it's just the practice of it, like, you know, to not get discouraged, like it's normal for it yeah. to happen. Like you can't just shut your brain off I mean wouldn't that be lovely to go to sleep just mm-hmm. done. Oh <laughs> sleep mode just like amazing computer. right so um with that said it does bring to our conclusion where we've talked about all eight different aspects of the wheel of fullness yay, yay. <laughs> Woo! we did it oh gosh but um yeah no like we've said before, you know, you, you give yourself that time, you give yourself what is realistic to yourself. When you go Mm -hmm. down this list, you know, look at every single thing. If you need to write it down, if you need to look for examples, you know, easiest thing that I, you know, usually do is like when, if you Google something, you Google wheel of wellness and it gives you all these different pages and all these different examples but you can, it's easy as like using Pinterest as well. Like I use Pinterest to find different examples for these things, different ways to view them because everybody, you know, lives a different life. Everybody has a different schedule, different routines, um, or is even interested in different things. So like what mm-hmm. you might not want to do in meditation, you know, you might want to do another mindful practice. Like, you know, even I think taking deep breaths is still a mindful practice. Like just kind of sitting there and taking deep breaths for, you know, two minutes and then kind of go on with your day because you're kind of giving yourself that relaxation time. But always remember that when you're going down, um, you know, either this list or a self-care list or any other type of list that you make yourself of like goals um, you know, challenges, like you always have to be realistic with yourself. Like Katie has, Mm -hmm. you know, look at your life. Don't overstimulate yourself. Don't put too much on your plate. If one thing (laughs) is working and one other thing is not working, it's okay to change, you know, always try something new. Um, yeah. I feel when people ask me like, how do you do it? It's, it's, 
I know they're not specifically asking me to be like, oh, I do this and this and this and this. But it's mm-hmm. more of like, how do you keep up with it? Like, how are you keep, you know, keeping, I don't want to say working on myself, but more of like, you know, this project that I'm doing with like having the podcast and like mm-hmm. putting myself out there and like talking about all these insecurities that I have. Uh-huh. That <laughs> I obviously would not want to share with people, but I feel like it's more, you know, me trying to share my story, but also making others feel like, you know, they're not the only ones and they're not going through it alone. Um, so you always just have to find, I want to say the right motivation, you know, give yourself mm-hmm. that time and, and actually like believe in yourself, even, even when you feel like you're kind of lost hope because I've been there. You just mm-hmm. kind of have to keep believing, you know, kind of keep motivating yourself, kind of keep telling yourself, like, you know what, you've you've done so good so far. Like, why quit now? Like, yeah, you know, um, I, I know I've posted this before on the Instagram where it says, like, learn to rest, not to quit. Like, just take a rest, take a breather. Like you, mm-hmm. you're not following everything that is on this list or you're not following everything that you said you were going to do. Like, it's OK. Like, just keep starting again or you know or just keep going like the whole point is that you don't stop trying um it doesn't matter where you start I think it just matters that you keep on trying that you keep Mm -hmm. on giving yourself that hey wow look at me I'm actually you know growing in life (laughs) even with the the smallest thing that's how it started with me and then now I tell myself like, like like look at all of this that you've you know, you've done, um, with, you know, podcast and my house and my job where I know I used to talk a lot about how my job gave me anxiety because Mm -hmm. I was in this area that was very anxious for me and stressful. (laughs) And then I quit that area and now I'm like, Hey, what's up everyone? (laughs) I'm a better person, you know? So you just have to balance life and, and really look at life realistically. I think I really like that. Like, cause you know, it's the easiest way said. Just be realistic about it. Yeah. But thank you very much, Katie, for being a guest. And I am going to keep bothering you. <laughs> I love our little talks. <laughs> so, Sounds of course, amazing. I'm going to have you. <laughs> I'm going to be like, Katie, let's do our next episode now. <laughs> no, no, thank but, you for having me. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it. I know you have a very busy life as well and you know you work with uh, animals per se (laughs) that's already a handful and you know um i hope that you know the pup keeps doing well and that creepy gnome in the back (laughs) you in your dreams (laughs) it's cool oh there's plenty of other things in here that would haunt me in my dreams so don't even worry about that no but yeah, it's, it's always nice to <clears throat> to be able to talk about this these things like, you know, mm-hmm. with, with my guests and, and have that, share my knowledge and then have them share it with me. So again, I really appreciate you, you know, taking the time to do this with me. So thank you very of much. Course. And um, if you want to once again, plug in your socials and do a little... Uh, propaganda <laughs> for yourself <laughs> um yes so with my 
job hunt, my Etsy shop work has kind of been not on hold, but I've been doing less on it. Um, but I am still trying my best. So if you want to check that out, my Instagram for that is dissenters underscore and underscore rejects. And that'll have the podcast on there as well. The dissenters and rejects podcast. I honestly haven't done it for at least over a year, but I still want to get back to it. There's still some good stuff on there. Um, so please check that out. It'll also motivate me to keep going on it since that was my goal. <laughs> also find my personal Instagram somewhere on there, which, or if you want to DM me or something to ask about animal rescue stuff, adopting kittens, um, the rescue that I volunteer for, because we're always looking for volunteers, always looking for adopters. And especially with kitten season coming up, it is going to be super hectic and the best time to adopt a kitten. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And as always, I'll um, be sure to put the handle, like our Instagram handle on our post um, for it so people can check that out as well. Um, but for fostering growth, well, you know where to find us on social medias or Instagram at fostering.growth.pod. Um, Twitter is foster uh, underscore growth with two H's. Um, Try to be a little bit more active on that and seeing, you know, where I go with it. <clears throat> um, uh, if you want to email us uh, with, you know, sharing your story or, you know, just giving us, you know, telling us about yourself, wanting to reach out, whatever it is, uh, you can reach us up at fostering.growth.pod at gmail.com. And um, Facebook, I'm still trying with Facebook. <laughs> um, I've learned a couple of things here and there, but <clears throat> again, it's just getting myself back into social media after I haven't had personal social media on there is kind of hard mm -hmm. and difficult yeah. to navigate, but you can find us on Facebook at Fostering Growth Pod as well. So thank you very much, everyone, for listening and uh, hope to be able to bring more episodes sooner rather than later. <laughs> but <be> thanks. <laughs> right? thanks for always keeping up with us. And um, <clears throat> uh, thanks for the ratings and reviews. Uh, go ahead and leave that uh, Apple podcast. I believe that's usually where it is. Um, but yeah, no, thanks, everyone. It's always a nice, nice time to share my my bad luck Laura life with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. All right. Bye.